So everyone keeps talking about the new normal and in this podcast we're exploring the impact that this has had on our emotions and in particular our emotional intelligence. Digital learning that's dramatically different. Welcome to this TED Learning Podcast. Hello, I'm Justin from TED Learning and joining me today is Brian Donat, who's one of our associate trainers and an expert in psychology and emotional intelligence. So Brian, you spend your work life traveling around the world, training managers and leaders on emotional intelligence. What do we actually mean by emotional intelligence or EI for short? It's about, I am aware of my and others' emotional reactions to situations. Not only am I aware of them, but I acknowledge them, All right? So for some of us, we may get some emotional reactions that we discount, that we want to deny or, or avoid. But if we're emotional intelligence, we acknowledge and we accept. We accept that we are, we are experiencing an emotional reaction for a reason. And what we do then is in having be, been aware of our emotional reactions, acknowledging and accepting that emotion, we then incorporate that into our thinking and into our behaviours. So we need to think about our feelings and feel about our thinkings in order to inform our behaviour. So we're often told that we need to be in tune with our emotional intelligence in the workplace. Um, how do you think that the lockdown will have impacted people's EI? And a second part to my question is, what sort of emotions do you think people might have experienced during this lockdown period? They may be experiencing fear and anxiety around the uncertainty or around COVID-19. You know, is that something that they're going to catch and what, what might happen? Maybe around what's going to happen in the future in terms of you know, finances and work. But there's also all what we might refer to as the, as the positive emotions. People I'm talking to are telling me that they're finding time to reflect, that they're, they're rediscovering the value of having time with themselves and with their family, with, with their children. So I, I think you know, your, your answer to that is the whole range of emotions are being experienced um, by different people. I think what's, what's happened with the lockdown is it's accentuated some of those situations for people, but it, it's raising all the possible emotions that we can experience. And some people have been quite tough on themselves, haven't they, during this period? Because obviously, you know, different days, different weeks, we might feel differently about the situation. I know I've certainly had days where I felt really positive about it and others um, less so. That's perfectly normal and acceptable, isn't it? Absolutely. Our mood fluctuates. And I think one of the important things for us to recognise is that our moods do fluctuate. So that if we're on a bit of a, a, a down day, that it's a cycle, you know, it's not going to last forever. Um, it's about recognising again and acknowledging what we're feeling, um, but not holding on to it. And it's also about asking yourself, where does that come from? You know, this is about the thinking about your feelings. So if I'm feeling a bit anxious, rather than maybe trying to avoid it, to just sit with that feeling and ask yourself, what's this telling me? You know, where, where is it stemming from? How does it inform me? And as the government further reduces the lockdown measures and we're you know, hearing more around returning to work, um, some people will be feeling very anxious about that. Others will be yeah. raring to go. What sort of things do you think we can do to prepare ourselves emotionally for that return to some sense of normality? The more we are able to express and articulate effectively the emotional reactions that we're having to things, 
then the more effective we are in dealing with that and moving forward. If we try and suppress them or discount them, they will leak. They will leak through ways that are usually dysfunctional. So it's about that recognition and acknowledgement of what we're feeling and that it's okay. They're all important and justified. And obviously, uh, it's a word that's been overused during this period, unprecedented times, but many managers will never have had to deal with the types of situation that we're in now. You know, some managers, some leaders may have had uh, a vast majority of their team placed in furlough, working from home, and suddenly people might be expected to come back to the workplace and and have some of those um, anxieties about them. What tips could you give to a manager around how they might deal with somebody who's feeling really anxious about coming back to work? One of the first things I like to say about that, Justin, is that the things that are going to benefit people are the same messages that probably been working on for the last 30 years. And that's about, we need to engage people. Your people will have a range of feelings. We need to create an environment where they feel comfortable in sharing those feelings, knowing that they will be they will be taken with with respect. Um, So managers need to be able to create a space that allows people to express how they're feeling and what it is that they want and need. So it's about that openness. It's about that building the relationships. It's, It's about cohesion and working together. In any normal work environment, there's conflict. There's people that don't necessarily have the same understanding of emotional intelligence. They don't necessarily pick up on other people. Do you think the period of separation and then returning to work will have improved that? Will people be more kind or will it have added a different dimension of problems to it? I think that will vary from person to person. I think certainly a message that I'm getting quite clearly from the people that I'm talking to are that because this lockdown has forced them into more reflective practice, because it's maybe enabled them to become more self-aware of what drives them, what creates their anxieties or their pleasures, what I'm experiencing is that, is that there's, a, there's a raised awareness of reflective time, listening to people, of involving people, I would suspect whilst there'll be um, differences across people, what I'm seeing is I think there's a heightened awareness of the benefit in valuing each other and and really respecting that diversity of um, of opinion, of, of thinking, of, of that difference of people. I know you work with leaders all around the world and you support them with getting the best from their people. Aside from the huge task that almost every company in the world is going to face of rebuilding their business, what tips would you give to leaders to ensure that they really engage with their people in order to get back to productivity levels that we had pre-COVID-19? Why might we get back to productivity levels of pre-COVID-19? I was talking to somebody this morning and they told me that since they've been in this lockdown, their productivity has risen by 12%. I think there'll be a paradigm shift. I think a lot of organisations are recognising that there are different ways of working. There are the opportunity to work more flexibly. Why would we want to aim to get back to pre-COVID? I suggest there may be a different world, and it's about re-establishing what the new levels are. Having said that, how will they do that? They need to engage people, as you mentioned. How do we engage people? In relationship. So it's about building those relationships and, and that's you know, all back to the AI 
aspects of we need to be aware of people, we need to listen to them, we need to accept them. There needs to be a position of mutual acceptance and respect for us to really build strong relationships. And that's what will take us forward. Brian, thank you very much for joining us today on our Emotional Intelligence Podcasts. For more podcasts from TED Learning, please visit our website at tedlearning.co.uk or you can download from most podcast platforms. This podcast was produced by TED Digital.